Sup guys, this is Joe Blair, host of the Sports Gamble Ramble. I want to take a few seconds here to tell you guys about the Anchor app by Spotify. It is the app that I use to record and promote all of these episodes that you guys have been listening to. It's super easy to use. It's free to download. It uh, gives you the ability to edit and launch your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, ton of upside to this, super user friendly, uh, and also gives you the ability to monetize your podcast and record nifty little ad reads like this so you know if you're ever interested in starting your own podcast or know anyone that is uh download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and thank you for listening Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Gamble Ramble. This is SGR 55. Shout out Sammy Hagar. We made it, guys. Um, Today I'm going to be taking a look at the playoff picture in the NFC. Yesterday's episode we went over the AFC. Make sure to go back and listen to that if you missed that one. Um, NFC, a little bit more uh, straightforward. Um, Only 11 teams in competition, and really there's a few at the back end that we don't even need to spend too much time on as opposed to the AFC with 13 teams uh, still mathematically in the equation for a playoff berth. Um, We've also in the NFC got three teams that have already clinched divisional titles as opposed to only one in the AFC. So really it's just about figuring out uh, where these teams are going to end up uh, in terms of seeding and uh, paying attention to those last two wildcard spots. So let's get into it. We will run through the standings like we did yesterday. The Green Bay Packers are uh, the team with the best record in the NFL currently sitting at 12 and three, only team with 12 wins going into week 17 of the season. Um, Little uh, side note, little brag here. I did give out uh, the Packers to have the most regular season wins this season as a futures bet back in August. Got that at 19 to one, little over 19 to one. Um, So I'm looking to uh, looking to follow Green Bay through these next two weeks. They've got the Vikings and the Lions. And uh, um, I'll just bring it up now. Kirk Cousins out this week tested positive for the Omicron virus. Uh, COVID-19 is back in business and taking, uh, taking guys down currently in the NFL. So um, it's looking like the Packers should be able to win out Vikings and Lions. Uh, we'll see who they play as far as their starters week 18, but I'm looking to hit that 19 to one future big time. Uh, let's move on. You know, we'll, we'll come back to the Packers in a little while. Uh, the Cowboys are currently the second seed in the NFC. They have already clinched the NFC East title. Uh, they are 11 and four currently. Uh, next up, um, the Rams are also 11 and four, although Dallas has a better in conference record. So they hold the tiebreaker. The Rams are the three seed currently. Um, they have not yet clinched their division, but they have a one game lead over the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Buccaneers are the four seed currently also 11 and four. So we have three teams in the NFC sitting at 11 and four. Um, but the Cowboys have a better conference record and the Rams have beaten the Buccaneers head to head this season. So they get that tiebreaker. The Buccaneers have also clinched the NFC South already. Um, as it's a pretty weak division this year with the Saints drop-off. We will touch on them later, but looking like only one team from the NFC South going to get in this year. Uh, So let's look at the wild card situation here. 
um, in the NFC. We have one team that has already clinched a wild card spot or a playoff berth because they're still live in their division. That is the Arizona Cardinals, who I mentioned earlier. They're 10 and 5 currently. A bit of a drop off, losing, I think, four of their last six games here um, after starting uh, 8 and 1 on the season. Um, kind of coming off the, you know, coming off the rails there towards the end, but they have clinched playoff berths, so they will be in. Um, I'm uh, thinking the Rams end up uh, handling business and getting the divisional title, uh, but the Cardinals uh, will be in the playoffs. Next up, another team from that NFC West, really strong division. You know, Seattle with a down year, but uh, they're still live to you know compete every week. Um, the 49ers have gotten hot over the second half of the season after kind of a lackluster start. Um, I'm kind of looking at them uh, sort of as the Colts of the NFC, um, along with this next team that we'll talk about in terms of, you know, a slow start, but really getting hot towards the end of the season. Uh, that running game and that defense is, is pretty strong. Jimmy G kind of a game manager, kind of similar to what the Colts do with Wentz a little bit as the running game. And, uh, Really, you know, guys like Kittle and Debo are more of the focal point of the offense as opposed to Jimmy stretching it. So moving on, uh, currently the seventh seed in the NFC is my Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I am as surprised as you guys. I did not have this team winning eight games this year. Um, if anyone wants to go back and listen to my hour-long rant this offseason on the uh, absolute chaotic mess that is the Philadelphia Eagles organization, I am pleasantly surprised at this point in the season. Um, So right now we actually have a full game on the next three teams that are in the wild card hunt. Um, Those teams would be the Minnesota Vikings, the Atlanta Falcons, and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, They are all seven and eight. Um, The Falcons hold tiebreakers, excuse me, the Vikings hold tiebreakers over both the Falcons and Saints. And then we have the Washington football team still not mathematically eliminated. They would need the Eagles to go 0-2. They would need the Vikings, Falcons, and Saints to go 0-2. And Washington needs to go 2-0 to get to an 8-9 record and grab some tiebreakers and clinch that 7 spot. So one more loss and they're done. They have two more divisional games here. The teams that are eliminated in the NFC are the Seattle Seahawks, the Chicago Bears, the Carolina Panthers, the New York Giants, and the Detroit Lions. So that's your rundown here. We've got 11 teams still alive. Washington needs a lot of help, so we're really not going to talk about them for the rest of this episode. They are getting Taylor Heineke back this week, uh, but they play Philadelphia. So really, we'll only circle back to Washington when talking about Um, you know, some of these other more relevant teams. Let's talk about the Packers for a second as we go back to the top of uh, the standings here. Packers are a fucking wagon this year, guys. They are a good fucking team. Aaron Rodgers is running through this league. Um, He is currently the odds-on favorite for MVP, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I grabbed a ton of shares of the Packers this offseason, really um, opportunistically capitalizing on that buy low period where uh, the main story in the offseason was, is Aaron Rodgers leaving? Aaron Rodgers wants out. He's requesting a trade, yada, yada, yada. Well, Rodgers came back. And so I got a 17 to one on Packers to win the Super Bowl. I got the Packers over 10 wins that cashed two weeks ago. 
Uh, I've got um, the Packers. I just told you guys most regular season wins, nineteen to one. Fucking feed me all of this Green Bay team. you know, I was out as an Eagles fan this year because, like I said, I wasn't optimistic that we'd have a lot of success. I thought it would be more of a long-term rebuild. Um, so the Packers have kind of – I've kind of adopted them this year as the team that I am – I'm cheering for the Pack every week, and they look good. They're going to get home field advantage. Like I said, the remaining schedule, the Vikings at home in Green Bay, uh, weather's going to be brutally cold in that game. Lambeau should be rocking. The Vikings are going to be down to a second-string quarterback. I didn't look up who it is, but Kirk Cousins is out. Uh, So the Packers should be able to handle that one. And then they head to Detroit in Week 18. Will they have the number one seed locked up? Will they play their starters? We don't know, but they are in good position to set themselves up uh, with home field advantage in the NFC here. And to get me that uh, most regular season wins. You know, we're going to be, uh, you know, definitely keep an eye on that. So Green Bay, legitimate title contender. You guys know it. I know it. In my opinion, this NFC really all year has been a a absolute collision collision course uh, between Tom and Aaron. Yeah, that's what it was last year. That's what it is this year. You know, the Cowboys are a good team. The Rams are a good team. You know, maybe great teams. They're really these are solid teams uh, on both sides of the ball. Very well balanced. But I just, when it comes down to it in January, who are you going to put your chips on? It's Aaron and it's Brady. And I'm really rooting for Aaron to get this one. Tom got it last year. That's great. It was a it was a great season last year. A lot of fun to watch. I am in Rogers' corner big time throughout this playoff run. I want to see him get his revenge over Brady. Whether it happens in the divisional round or in the conference championship, it'll all come down to seedings and upsets throughout the playoffs. But I want that matchup, and I want Rodgers um, to get his revenge. That's what I'm hoping for. And I think it's uh, very realistic. That Packers defense, the run game, they are solid this year. It's not just Rodgers. And Matt LaFleur doing a hell of a job uh, coaching as well and handling all the adversity and the media attention this offseason. No distractions, it's looking like, for this team. They are just so well-oiled. So um, Cowboys, currently the two-seed. Uh, I'm surprised a little bit at how good this team is. I had Washington winning this uh, division. Now, when I bet on that, you know, I was betting on a team with Ryan Fitzpatrick at QB. I was betting on a team with a healthy Curtis Samuel at wide receiver, too, who didn't play, I think, a snap this season. You know, a lot of injuries. Chase Young's done for the year. That Washington team is a disappointment, and the Cowboys playing in a pretty weak division have just kind of stacked wins all season. And good for them. They're a well-balanced team. This hurts to say because I hate the Cowboys with a passion. They're by far my least favorite franchise in professional sports. Uh, They're good this year. Um, They have the Arizona Cardinals uh, at home in Dallas, and then they they play Philly week 18. Um, So, again, it's going to be a thing where we're going to have to see, does Philly need that win to secure the seventh seed? Does Dallas need that win to secure the two seed? It looks like they will have to play their starters because we have the Rams and the Buccaneers right behind them here, um, you know, with only a tiebreaker separating. They'll probably have to play, you know, throughout the end of the season if they want to keep that two seed. Um, it seems like a pretty valuable advantage uh, to try and get that home field, even though Dallas not really the strongest home field advantage in the NFL. Um, but they're, they're dangerous. I'm not going to be the one sitting, look out. Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. I just, they'll lose to one of these 
better. I think the Rams and the Buccaneers are both better than the Cowboys and the Packers obviously are better. Um, this game against Arizona this week is very interesting. Cardinals, like I said, drop off uh, at this point in the season. Um, don't necessarily have to win any more games because they're pretty securely, uh, you know, fixed in that five seed. Um, I guess one more win would solidify it. Uh, but uh, they're going to be competing. They're going to try and win their division still against the Rams. Um, but I think the Rams with their upcoming opponents, I, I just don't know if Arizona can catch them. So we'll see. I don't know. It, we'll see how things play out here, but this Cowboys Cardinals game is very interesting. Obviously the Cardinals can kind of spoil things in the seating. You know, if the Rams and the Bucks both win this week, which I believe they will, uh, and the Cowboys lose, uh, Dallas is down to the four seed. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, week 18 in Philly. I mean, go birds, right? So let's talk about the Rams. Uh, Rams are a real solid team. Um, the upgrade of Matt Stafford, I was very excited about this offseason. It, it looks to be paying off. I mean, I don't think Jared Goff is sitting here with 11 wins on this Rams team. You know, Cooper Cup ha- breaking records this season. The offense is clearly a wagon. Uh, the defense is really good. You know, they haven't experienced too much drop-off on that defense, despite some of the personnel changes and losing defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. Um, Stafford, a little inconsistent lately, throwing a lot of interceptions, a lot of turnovers. Uh, there's some questions. Is he fully healthy? Is he still dealing with some of the back issues from the middle of the season? But this team is 11 and four with their current, uh, remaining schedule. I like their position. Uh, they have to play, uh, in Baltimore this week. You know, Baltimore is a team that has potential to get hot and potential to compete, but, uh, it's looking like Lamar Jackson most likely not playing again this week, has not practiced all week at time of rego- recording uh, Friday, December 31st, around one in the afternoon. Uh, no Lamar practicing. You know, it's looking like Tyler Huntley is going to be the starter for Baltimore this week. They are getting him back. So the Josh Johnson experience is done with. And in the past, um, hopefully that guy doesn't play a snap in the NFL again because last Sunday was uh, pretty brutal. But Tyler Huntley's a guy, you know, he can he can keep the Ravens competitive. He has played well in spots this year, almost upset the Packers like two weeks ago. So he's he's been competitive. Um, but this Rams team, I think, was so much to play for here and a chance to win their division, possibly move up to that two seed in the NFC. I think they handle business. I have not been able to find a spread on that game. It is offline right now because there is so much question at the quarterback position, but I would imagine it's Tyler Huntley this week. And I would imagine the Rams get it done. And then they have a home game to close out the season against San Fran. That's interesting. San Fran actually has their number. Um, over the last few years, Shanahan uh, kind of uh, Shanahan usually has McVay's number. McVay has Pete Carroll's number. Pete Carroll has Cliff Kingsbury. You know, they just kind of go around in a circle in that NFC West uh, knocking each other out throughout the regular season. So that will be an interesting game uh, for sure. Um, 49ers most likely going to have to uh, you know, continue to compete as well um, with potential to lose that sixth seed of the Eagles and slip down to the seven, uh, you know, with the Vikings, Falcons, and Saints breathing down their neck. Rams are a good team. I think they have potential to make a playoff run. Big question, I guess. Does Stafford show up throughout the playoffs? I think only one career playoff game lost to the Dallas Cowboys in, what do we call it, 2012, 2014, somewhere in there. Um, It's going to be a question. I think they're very competitive. You know, if 
if there's a team here that nobody's really talking about going on a run in the NFC that I think will, I think it might be the Rams. Cause I think the Cowboys get more attention publicly. The Packers and Buccaneers definitely do. Um, and I think the Rams are solid. They can run the ball. If Stafford limits the turnovers, they can put up points on anyone and they can play defense. So this will be an exciting team. Um, and I think, uh, a tougher out in the playoffs than over the last two years. Uh, like I said, Jared Goff, you know, just I'll take the, I'll take Stafford. Uh, let's move on. Buccaneers 11 and four sitting at the four seed. You know, I don't think it matters what seed this team gets. They showed last year they can go and win uh, three straight road playoff games and go win a Super Bowl. Brady, um, he's so fucking good. He is so good. It's like watching if a head coach like still had the, the ability to play. Like He is a field general by definition. Him and Rodgers, it's just so good. I want to see the matchup so bad. So bad. They've already clinched their division. They have an easy remaining schedule at the Jets versus the Panthers. Who knows what the Panthers are doing at quarterback if they're going to be rotating Cam Newton and Sam Darnold again week eight. That team is fucking done. Uh, they are 0-5 in Cam Newton's last five games since the whole, I'm back. So shove it up your ass, Cam. Grab some fucking pine. Take a seat. You're done. Um, the Jets, I mean, Buccaneers are 14-point favorites this Sunday in New York. What do you want? So the Bucs should sleepwalk through these last two weeks. Um, I do have them over 11 and a half wins, so that should cash this Sunday in New York. Good for me. They're a dangerous team. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I guess the question is, you know, are they as dangerous this year with the injuries at receiver? Mike Evans, they questionable this Sunday with a hamstring. Did miss the last game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Chris Godwin done for the year, torn ACL. How big is that? Does it hamper this team's ability to put up points in the playoffs? I mean, they just got shut down two weeks ago, shut out by the Saints. It's a bad matchup for the Bucs. Saints actually have beaten them last four regular season appearances. But I'm just saying, I guess we got to be a pundit here and look at the question marks. You know, the team's got some flaws. Can they get their running backs healthy? Fournette um, not playing the rest of the regular season, hoping to get him back for the playoffs. They got Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn in the backfield right now. The defense is still strong. I would say the secondary is not as strong this year in past years, but that run defense is still very stout. They can shut down the run, and they can run the ball on most teams, uh, and that's what wins games um, in December. So Buccaneers, I mean, Antonio Brown's fucking probably going to have an epic playoff run here because he's looking like the main focal point in that passing game. And uh, – what more do you want? They're dangerous. Very dangerous. All right, let's get into the wild card picture. Uh, the Cardinals, they're 10-5. and five. They're a game back from the Rams. They've got two games up on the 49ers and Eagles, both sitting at 8-7. and seven. They have clinched the playoff berth. They're at Dallas this week and then versus Seattle at home in Arizona week 18. The Cardinals are a six-point underdog to Dallas here. Um if I had to pick that right now, I'm taking the six with Arizona. I think they have a shot to potentially win that game. You know, um, Dallas, I'm just by gut, by nature, I'm just going to fade Dallas when I can seeing the six there. I think the Cardinal stock is kind of at an all time low here coming off that loss to the Colts on national TV uh, on Christmas. Um, you know, 12 million people sitting in their home watching that game Christmas Eve, see the Cardinals lose. They hear all the stories uh, lost four out of six, five out of seven, whatever it is. Um, 
I think they got to get back on track. I think this is a team they could do it against. You know, they looked really explosive at times, just inconsistent against the Colts. Um, that's a solid Colts team. And that's kind of the story of the Cardinals this year. You know, offense has potential to be the best in the league. Defense is pretty strong, uh, but inconsistency um, throughout games and throughout the season has kind of cost this team. Uh, going to be interesting to see, you know, they're they're getting in this year. So Kyler is going to make his first playoff appearance, and that's big. Um, I have talked – I talked yesterday on the AFC episode. I like to fade quarterbacks making their first start in the playoffs. Uh, we've got an opportunity to do that here with the Cardinals and the Eagles uh, in the NFC. Um, unfortunately, Jimmy Garoppolo has won playoff games in the past, so we don't get that situation. Uh, but – it's curious, you know, can they win a playoff game? Because Kyler's never been in that atmosphere, and this team doesn't have all the momentum. Um, if the season ends today, they have to go to Tampa Bay. And I'll take the Buccaneers over this Cardinals team every fucking day of the week. So it's going to be an uphill battle for this Cardinals team. They look to me like, yeah, it's it, they're not the same team they were over the first half. They were really dominating people, and they're not dominant. They're clearly in the wild card position for a reason. They're a solid team, but I, I you know, if they got to play the Bucks, the Rams, the Cowboys in the first round, I think I feel good about the Bucks and the Rams. Again, I'm biased against the Cowboys, but this Cardinals team, they're going to get a tough opponent, uh, a division winner, and it's going to be tough with Kyler not having playoff experience. Cliff Kitchens or Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury not having playoff experience either. Let's move on to the back end of the wild card. The 49ers and the Eagles are 8-7. The 49ers, they have to play the Houston Texans, and then they have to play the uh, L.A. Rams Week 18. Um, Texans should obviously be a win, and that should be the clincher for them. Um, if the car, if the 49ers beat the Texans, they're in this weekend. Uh, probably not going to overtake the Cardinals – in the seeding, um, they would need Arizona to lose out and they would need to win out. So pretty much securely in that six or seven spot, only needed one more win to clinch a playoff berth. Um, question is, uh, does Philly get two wins and overtake them for the sixth seed? Maybe. We'll see. 49ers, they're a dangerous team. Defense is good. Running game is really, really good. Doesn't matter what running back they have back there. They can move the ball because that's what Shanahan does. He gets he, he gets players to um, really perform at their at their optimal level. He op, he maximizes the talent that he has on his team um, with his running concepts and the physicality of that offensive line. Uh, this team can move the ball. Jimmy G, a game manager, but hey, he's gotten this team to a Super Bowl before and they almost won it against the Chiefs. If they play clean football, good defense, turn the ball over. You know, they're a team that could pull some upsets. I just think the top end of this NFC is so stacked. I'm not really calling for any of these wild card teams to go on a run. Um, I just, like I said, I really believe in the Packers, Rams, and Bucks as being probably three of the top five teams in the NFL. So why I just can't really project too many upsets here in the NFC. Um, so 49ers probably not going on a deep run. I do want to mention Joey uh, Nick Bosa in the uh, Defensive Player of the Year conversation. I think he's top five in odds. Probably won't get it. Probably go to somebody with a little better numbers, TJ Watt, uh, Trayvon Diggs, you know, one of those guys. But he's in the conversation, playing great football. Let's talk about the birds and these wild card contenders. 
The Eagles, like I said, really turned it around. Okay. I want to keep this episode under 30 minutes, so I'm not going to go full Eagles fan mode on you guys. But they're playing solid football right now. Nick Sirianni has really gotten this team uh, to believe in him. The locker room, they have chemistry, they trust each other, they love each other. The offensive line is what's anchoring this team and driving uh, them to have won seven out of their last nine games uh, to finish this season. Um, Yeah, they started out, what, one and five, I think. And they are now eight and seven in the seventh seed in the NFC. They're doing it with the run game. They're playing decent defense, but they also haven't been playing that good of offenses. So we'll see if the defense can hold up in the playoffs on the road against probably one of these high-powered offenses, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks. But the Eagles can stop the run game. Um, They're very stout on the defensive line. They have a great offensive line. They are leading the NFL in rushing this year. They're averaging over 180 yards per game on the ground, which is phenomenal. So I think that they can shove the ball down people's throats. Honestly, if I'm if I'm looking to play a team here, I mean, right now, Eagles Cowboys is the matchup in the first round. I'll take that one. I think the Cowboys are a better team, but especially having that divisional rivalry there to kind of even make it more personal. Philly could be a live dog first round if they get Dallas. Um, I probably don't see us upsetting the Rams or the Bucks, honestly. Um, but I'm really happy that they've been able to turn around. Like I said, the running game looking really good right now. Miles Sanders, broken hand. Uh, we'll see if he's back for the playoff run. We got Boston Scott. Uh, we got um, Jordan Howard, and we got Kenneth Gainwell running the rock. Uh, rookie Devontae Smith looking good. Jalen Hurts has played good football. If you ask me right now, do I want Hurts as the Eagles starter next year? My answer is yes. Um, I think he showed enough to get another year. We'll talk about the Eagles more. I don't want to go down a tangent, but playing solid football, if Hurts cannot turn the ball over because he's had a couple ugly games I think against the Giants, he threw two or three picks. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Again, quarterback making his first playoff start, not an ideal situation. The Eagles only need one more win to secure a playoff berth. They have Washington this week. I think Philly gets it done. We're hot. We've won seven out of nine. This Washington team doesn't have much to play for at this point in the season. Uh, Philly also has Dallas, um, week 18. Uh, they need, they need, uh, one more win. Um, and they also need one more loss from the Vikings, Falcons, and Saints, which is doable. So let's talk about those teams. The Vikings are at Green Bay without Kirk Cousins this week. Loss, moving on. You know, it really is that simple. They're not going to win that fucking game. They finished with Chicago uh, week 18. You know, it should be a game of two teams eliminated from the playoffs because the Vikings – they're not going to win this game in Green Bay. It's just not really worth talking about. They should be eliminated after this week. Um, The Falcons are at Buffalo. They're 14-point underdogs. Good luck, Atlanta. Probably not winning that one either. They finish uh, at home against uh, the New Orleans Saints. That one could go either way. Uh, Saints are getting Taysom Hill back this week, so no more Ian Book. We don't have to watch that terrible excuse for football anymore. Um, Saints actually are a team that if they want to pull some shit out of their ass, they could do it because they have the Panthers this week and then the Falcons week 18. If Taysom Hill plays all right, that could be 2-0 right there. That Saints defense is pretty good. They have a healthy Alvin Kamara. They have some pieces there. Sean Payton's a good coach. They could go 2-0 here. Uh, I actually expect them to win their last two games and go to uh, nine and eight. So we are going to need one more win from Philly and the 49ers um, to to hold off the Saints, I think. And the Saints will probably finish as that uh, last man out in the NFC. 
the last team, Washington football team, they play the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. They have to win both those games, and they need the following teams to lose both of their remaining games, the Eagles, Vikings, Falcons, and Saints. Good luck, Washington. It's been a nice ride. You really disappoint me this year. Too many injuries. It sucks. I still think that the, that team has a good nucleus, and they're heading in the right direction. Hopefully they have a nickname next year. We can stop calling them the football team. But that's really – that's it for my NFC playoff. I wanted to keep this under 30 minutes. We're sneaking in at about 28 here. Those are my thoughts. I think that the top four teams are legit in the NFC. Um, I think the AFC potentially has room for a few more upsets. If a team like the Titans, Bengals, or even Bills kind of drop the ball in the first round, you know, the Colts, Patriots, even Dolphins are capable of pulling off upsets, Chargers maybe. NFC a little bit more straightforward. I think the top is a little bit more stacked. Watch out for those birds, though. I told you guys, that running game, hey, just look out. So that's it, guys. That's SGR 55. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. It is New Year's Eve. Be safe tonight if you're listening today. Uh, If you're listening tomorrow, I hope you survived. Happy 2022. Good luck this weekend if you're gambling. And uh, what do I always say? Ramble on.